Good evening, everybody. Welcome to yet another edition of Bishop Stanlow with Stanley Abanyu and uh, Felicima. Uh, we are here today with uh, to discuss a very important topic uh, that uh, will actually shake the foundation of your faith. Uh, you know that um, as Christians, we continue to discuss things that will improve us and bring us to life, uh, a life that uh, will, will take us uh, into this deep, deepest part of Christianity and Catholicism. Uh, that is our main focus, that's our main challenge, that is our main aim of doing all this. And I'm not here alone as usual, I'm here with my beautiful sister and I want her to introduce herself as well. Hi everyone, I'm Felisma and welcome to another episode. Okay, alright, uh, so we're going to go straight into the discussion uh, for today. Uh, we, we have a very, very important topic, uh, the topic says how is there salvation outside the catholic church is there salvation outside the catholic church uh, a lot of people you know we say oh, no, well of course uh, we are it's not the catholic church that's the only church that we have and so salvation can be gotten anywhere anybody can be seen and the rest so they believe that it is not a must for you to be a catholic for you are going to be saved so that's how some people put it but we as catholics we believe that the dogma has been declared by the church in the, 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 18th, the 19th century that stated very clearly that outside the Catholic Church there is no salvation. So in that light, we are going to say that anybody that is not outside, that is outside the Catholic Church, anybody that is not within, not just the body, but that does not accept the faith of the Catholic, the Catholic Church, that person cannot be saved. And how do we say that? Did Jesus Christ actually found a church on earth? Of course Jesus Christ did. We check what happened. Uh, what Jesus Christ stated in Matthew chapter 16 verse 18 Jesus Christ categorically stated I told Peter that you are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it and today I will give the keys to the kingdom of heaven so that whatever you find on earth is bound in heaven whatever you lose on earth is lost in heaven and because of that Jesus Christ started and founded and built his church on Peter and as Catholics, we believe that Peter became the first pope. We can see him exercising this right, this pope, this papacy, in the council in Jerusalem when Jesus, when the apostles gathered, and they were trying to discuss about circumcision, if Gentiles would be circumcised just as Jews were circumcised at that point in time. And then they were brought the discussion, and the disciples were discussing, and then Peter stood up, and then by the power of the Holy Ghost, he spoke, and he stated that the circumcision is only meant for jews and that for those who are converting into the christian uh, christian religion that do not have they do not have that they do not need to be circumcised anymore and that actually cleared the road for it and so because of that simple fact peter actually lived up to the expectation of becoming the pope and that continued even to this present pope that we have currently and so the Catholic faith is not just one particular thing that someone will just come up and say this. Even Jesus Christ said it, that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That is in John chapter 14 verse 6. And if Jesus Christ has stated this, it means that there is no salvation outside Christ. And Christ has given us one faith. He founded one church, not two churches, not three churches. He founded one church. And if Jesus Christ founded one church, it means very, 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 very frankly that there is no church. Well, there's no salvation outside the Catholic faith. So well, I don't want to yeah, just listen to what my sister has. Okay, first of all, what does it actually mean to be saved? In the book of Romans, 
chapter 10 verse 9 to 10 it says that if you confess with your mouth that jesus is lord and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved being saved simply means being free from sin and its consequences which include death and separation from god this was through christ's death and his resurrection and this is the only salvation the only requirement god demands of us is that we receive the gift of salvation which is which he has offered to us through christ in john 3 16. when the bible says there is only one true church it does not point to any denomination it only points to the one true faith which is salvation through christ it means only one true doctrine which is that which christ jesus has blessed for us the the extra ecclesiam nulla solaus, which means outside the church there is no salvation is a commonly misunderstood teaching it does not mean that non-catholics cannot be saved what it does point out is that is christ as the only mediator and part of salvation and christ continues to be present on earth in his body which is the church the Catechism in number 846 recognizes the need for this doctrine to be understood properly. We formulated positively. It means that all salvation comes from Christ, the head of the church. There is, there is hope for everyone to attain salvation. They believe that only card-carrying Catholics can be saved, which is known as feminism, is not scriptural. So Stanley, what do you say about this? Well, well, your, your last part actually is very amusing. Okay, you, you, you said that not card-carrying Catholics can be saved. Well, it is said that it is not everybody that calls me Lord, Lord, that we enter into the kingdom of heaven. Yes, everybody knows that. So it's not just about being Catholic. No, that is not the point. The point is, within the Catholic faith, there are means and methods and means medium of salvation, getting salvation. One of them is the seventh sacrament which Jesus Christ instituted. Jesus Christ stated in John chapter 3, verse 3, that unless a person is born of water and spirit, a person cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Very, very clear. So it means that if any church, any group, or any whatever doesn't have that baptism, they cannot be saved. Secondly, Jesus Christ stated in John chapter 6, verse 36, that unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will have no life in yourself. And that's why when Jesus Christ was, you know, instituted, instituted the, the, the Holy Eucharist, the Last Supper, he told his apostles that they must eat, do this in memory of me. And so immediately Jesus Christ instituted there and gave them that command, they became priests. Until today, they continue to offer the same sacrifice. But in your churches, the church that I talked about now, you also mentioned that Jesus Christ did not found any particular denomination. Yes, of course. Jesus Christ founded one particular denomination, one particular church. Not churches, not one or two, not many. Jesus founded one and only. And that church, he handed over to Peter. The division we're talking about started with Martin Luther. Martin Luther was an, was an atheist. Martin Luther was a person that actually brought out broke away from the church and that was when those several people actually coming out from Calvinism came out from that place the Church of England came out from that place and so many churches even to today and even till tomorrow we'll still continue to have breakages from different churches so what are we talking about are, are we saying that Jesus Christ actually supported those breakages no Jesus Christ founded church 
I want to believe that you are talking about breakage from the state and not breakage from Catholic Church. We must understand that everything that needs to be done about our salvation has been done. All we have to do is accept the salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. When we do this, our relationship with God is restored. There is nowhere in the Bible that there is any certain denomination that was mentioned that, that is to be saved. What saved us? What saves us is not our work but, faith, but grace in Ephesians 2 verse 8. So how can we then put a clause in a salvation that is guaranteed only through grace? According to the Bible, there is only one church, which is the body of Christ, and over which Christ has and which is this body of Christ? The people that what worship this body God, of Christ? the followers of Christ. The followers of Christ, very good. But these followers of Christ started from where? Is the faith started from where? Started from where? In 16th century, for 150, 1,500 years, there was only one church, only one. How did the, this breakage started? It started from disobedience. It started from disobedience. So it means that every other sect that we have that is outside the Catholic faith is in disobedience. Short. Are and in disobedience, you cannot be in heaven. Because obedience is the first law in heaven. Okay, do you want to tell me that it was not disobedience that gave it to the breakage in the church? I, I do not agree with that breakage in okay. the church. Okay, there was no breakage. I believe that there's only one thing. So, they broke out of where? The, I don't believe there's anything like breakage. It's either you are in the faith or you are not in the faith. What is the faith? The faith in Christ Jesus, the faith that he resurrected for us. The faith that he resurrected from us. So those things that he revealed are now what? Those things he revealed are what? Christ did not create any particular any particular denomination. If he created a church, it, he, he specifically said it was his body. Okay. And this body only means those that follow his teachings okay. and doctrine. Exactly. So are you following his teaching and doctrine? Yes. Okay. You I are am. following his teaching and doctrine? Yes, I am. Do you offer the sacrifice of the mass? The mass, which mass are you trying to say? The mass he offered, about us the mass he offered him in truth and in spirit. Okay, but he offered the mass and he said, Do this in memory of me. Which is our priests? service to him. You have priests. Did, did, Christ, did Christ ordain any you do confirmation? Did Christ do any confirmation? I would want you to explain that. Did Christ do part. any confirmation? Okay, yes. on the day of the Pentecost, in according to Acts chapter 2, what happened on that day? The Holy Spirit came upon the apostles. Exactly. And how does the Holy Spirit come on the apostles? Through and prayers. Through what? Prayers. Through prayers. Yes. Just prayers. Yes. And nothing else happens. Stanley, I. No, no, I, I want to understand how how the Holy Spirit comes on people and nothing else, as in nothing, just it just comes on people and that, that's what, I, that's it. Like I said before, I said prayer. Do you have the Holy Not Spirit? Not just like that. Yes, of course, I have the Holy Spirit for everyone that believes in Christ and works Spirit. in the way of the Lord. Of course, you have the Holy Spirit. Do you have the sacrament of penance? How do you confess your sins? Confessing sins. Thank God we got that out. Okay. Confessing sins. God said we should confess our sin to Him. Okay. As our confessing our sin to. But have you forgotten that particular place where Jesus Christ said, "Whose sins you shall retain, I retain; whose sins you shall forgive, I forgive." And who was He speaking to? He was speaking to His apostles. So it means that He has given any power to forgive sins. So who do you confess your sins to? 
to God. Confess your sins to God. Very good. But Jesus Christ said, confess your sins to the priests. And the priests. In the Bible, Check your Bible. Let's, let's open. Let's open. Let's open to Matthew chapter twenty-eight. You see it there. Where it is stated that Luke stated. Jesus Christ stated that he whose sins you shall forgive are forgiven. He mentioned he was talking to he was not talking to the air. He mentioned he was talking to them. He whose sins you shall forgive. And I believe and I he was talking yes. to his followers. Exactly. So are you saying that you too can he forgive somebody's sins? Yes, I can. You can forgive whose sins. And that's why. So I'm why are you saying that you don't confess just so you confess the sins to God? That is what I'm trying to bring. That's what because we, you can we, for, we confess to anybody. We, we mostly we mostly want to understand the scriptures mm. in the way that it favors us. Okay, okay. How does it favor you? Like you're saying, just like how does it using, favor you? Just like you are using the scripture to your benefit. So how does it favor you? Let me tell you your own part. Why are you laughing? I would, no. I would want to. I would want to explain how you are trying to use it. Okay, explain to me how I'm using it. So you're to trying my own to benefit. say. You're trying to say we should confess our sins okay. to um, the priests. Okay. Confess our sins to God, to the priests. Yes. To the priests. And, the priest, and I'm saying yes. God has given us a mediator, which is Jesus Christ. Okay. And if He has given us that mediator, it is for us to confess our sins to Him. But the priest is representing Jesus Christ on earth. But he has given you the power to talk to him directly. He has given he us the power. So if he has given us the power to talk to him directly, why did he give us the priests? To lead this church. To lead this church. Not so the priests are empty. Things. Oh, now you're telling me that the scripture is wrong. <laughs> is that what you're telling me? You're taking this out of context. No, 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 I'm not taking that out of context. I'm trying to bring out the words. Are you telling me that the scripture is wrong? No, so, I'm saying you are misunderstanding this. Oh, yeah, that explains to me how I'm misunderstanding this scripture. Because it is pointing. No, read, read it out, read it out. Go to Matthew chapter 28. You, you see it where it is clearly stated. Uh, Jesus, yes. I think verse uh, 18 or so. You see, Jesus Christ actually stated it. Matthew, that he who sins you shall forgive. He was talking to him and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. He who sins you shall forgive are forgiven. Who sins shall retain are to retain. Just can categorically stated this. So there's no gain saying that uh, one thing or start trying to change words or something. No, nobody's trying to change any words here. These are this is this is actually very very okay. very very visible. Verse what? Verse eighteen. Start from verse eighteen. And Jesus came and stepped back onto them, saying, "All power is given unto me." In heaven and earth, okay. all power is given unto mm-hmm. Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. In heaven and earth. Okay. Why are you understanding it? Therefore, just so you understand. Okay. Okay. You are okay. Understanding the okay. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing okay. them in the name of the Father and of the Son okay. and of the Holy Ghost. Okay. That is about baptism. Okay. Teaching Let's... them. Okay. To observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Okay. Observing the priest has commanded us. Okay. That's what makes us Christians. Okay. That's what makes us followers of Christ. Okay, I don't understand what you're I don't understand how this pertains to what I, we are talking about. I'm trying to explain this okay. because this isn't bringing us. Okay, no, now no, look at what no look at what I was actually talking about. John chapter twenty, verse twenty-three. Okay, it says here if you forgive people's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Who was he talking to? 
us Christians. He was talking to his disciples. Here. His disciples were priests at that time. He was not talking to. He said, "No, look at it." Jesus appears to his disciples. How many were they? They were eleven. And you can see that is why one of the twelve was not with them. At that point, in so time, Jesus was not talking to at that everybody. Point he was talking time, to specific at people. At that point in time, okay. the church was not yet was has not yet been um, strong. It was not yet strong. Even no, the no, apostles the, the at church, the time, the church, the, what? the church was not yet strong. I would, Jesus Christ started with people, chose them, which we are formed them, and they became active after the Holy Spirit because Jesus Christ told them that they should wait in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes on them and immediately the Holy Spirit came on them that was why according to Acts chapter 2 verse from verse 13 you will see Peter's preaching Peter started teaching about the, the death and resurrection of Christ so it was very very clear that Jesus was talking to he was not talking, just talking anyhow he was talking to specific people and because of this that is why we say salvation is in the Catholic Church because every the fullness of salvation is in the Catholic Church. And it was not just something that we just talked about or anything. It is very, very glaring. Do you have any other thing you give Because I, I've decimated I, all I your always, points. Do you have any other thing you want to say? Sally, I always want to believe that there's no such thing as full and half. It's either you are there or you are not there. Okay. And the only salvation I know mm. is through grace. No, okay. Not through any church. Who is grace? Grace through Christ. Who is grace? Who is this grace? is not a person. Grace is not a person. <laughs> Are you sure? Do you want me to show you in the scriptures? Grace. Do you want me to show you grace. who Grace is in the scriptures? Do you want to show you? I, 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 I want you to. I want you to understand what I'm saying. Okay. I want you to understand. Okay. You don't want me to show you. Okay. I don't want you to show me because okay. you are not even understanding what you are telling me. Are you telling me I'm misquoting the scriptures now? Probably. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> now prove it to Probably. me. Prove it to me. So, in the Bible, the, um, Christ said that we are only saved okay. by grace and not by our works. Exactly, okay. We are, not, we are saved you by are grace. Of that. course, I agree to that. Definitely. So, you agree that um, a Christian can be saved. You should also agree that a Christian shall be saved, even whether he or she is a Catholic. But that grace, you what does should. grace mean? What is grace? What, can you define grace? Grace is the supernatural power of God that okay. gives to us okay. to receive things even though we are not worthy of them. Exactly my point. Now this grace is in full in the Catholic Church. How? No, there is no wait, half grace wait, 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 calm down. The half grace is found in other churches. No. Yes. Then you are saying that Christ is not is not full. No, 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 no Christ is that, not present in the other churches. That's what I'm if saying. You're saying he's not present no, no, no. there. Yes. You're also saying there's no grace there. Yeah, there's no grace there. I'm saying, I'm saying. You're, you're contradicting yourself. How am I contradicting myself? You are. How? Of course, you say there's half grace. No, no, no. no. You no told grace. me something that there's not like half. No, no, there's no. You're telling me that there's no grace. No, 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 no. You're the one telling me. In fact, viewers, you have gotten to this point. It's as if nobody is going, it's not going the other way or something. So, I want you to leave your own point. What do you think about the topic? Do you think that there was, there was, there's um, uh, salvation in the Catholic Church alone? Do you think that probably there's salvation anywhere else? Leave your points. Whatever you say, we'll be there listening to you.